Welcome to the Bombshell Book Review. I love starting this book. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is too much fun. Stay tuned. We're going to keep at it. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week, same place, same time. Welcome to the Bombshell Book Review. Nicole, we're live. Nicole, we're live. What? Hey, what? Oh, <laughs> hi. I just was so into this book. I just. <sighs> Nicole, you got something. You're here. Well, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I read in this book that wool gathering was, you know, such a. A popular thing to do everybody in the book is wool gathering oh so i decided to go gathered some you know go out and wander aimlessly what and gather some wool what? um but Why i ran into a couple naughty and i ended up rolling around and damn it william oh goodness. what do you have it in your shirt nicole alexander i don't know oh. I wonder sometimes how, uh, oh my word. So, <laughs> wool gathering, darling, it's an adapted saying from the 1500s, and um, I found it amusing in this book. Um, because uh, she's so, uh, Lisa Higgins is so um, in tune with the. The writing style and the language and wool gathering basically means daydreaming um letting your mind wander aimlessly um without any um what did they say which you are very well versed in yeah well <laughs> that's what okay, writers do that's what but uh, hey in my defense that's what writers do writers yeah. will be totally engaged with you one second and then 10 seconds later They'll be like gazing off into the sunset and, and people will be like, Hey, Hey, you still there? I'm like, Oh yeah. I just filled a plot hole. I'm back. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, they were all talking <laughs> to one of their characters, right? Right. I'm like, Oh no, he would have done this. Not that. Oh, thanks. Thanks for reminding me. You know? <laughs> oh, my friends are so irritated with me sometimes. I, I, they really do get um, bored of listening to me talk about writing. That's why I love this show. Books, 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 writing, writing, writing. You know, oh, hey, you know what, CJ? There's something I don't think you knew about me when I was a kid. Um, oh, my word. No, uh, my so first experiences with, with books were not good. Um, I had very severe dyslexia and I couldn't read. I couldn't read until like the third grade. Really? And I did not know that. And I, my father would make me. Oh, he was so strict with me, but I'm glad he was because he was my grammar Nazi. He was my, 
you know, he was, he was so articulate and, and he hammered it into me, but he would, you know, I, I remember throwing books against the wall and now they're the most important thing in my life. So, um, wow. Yay, dad. I'm so yeah. glad he did that because we wouldn't have your wonderful works of art and we wouldn't have this show being able to bring all these other authors a platform to share their books. So he would have, he would have stuck cotton in his ears too. <laughs> That's where you got it from. You know, I, I got me a nice cup of tea, but I didn't put whiskey in it. I totally should have put whiskey in it for this show. And I don't oh, even drink whiskey. But every I time I come around you, I think I need a cup of whiskey. <laughs> Lisa's here with us. Oh my gosh, you must have missed the intro. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if that was her laughing face um, emoji that popped up. Um, thanks, Lisa. We appreciate it. We put this back. Look, we looked for an old English sitting background so we could be sitting in a sitting room. Is that what you called it? What'd you call it? Uh, yeah, I think the sitting room or the library or. Um, Maybe Lisa knows what the old English. The parlor. The parlor. The parlor, yes. We were just looking for a parlor that we could sit in and do this book review for your book, Lisa. So thank you that you like it because it's all for you, doll. <laughs> so um, we were delving into pages 200, 300-ish. Yes. I'm going to put my oh. wool away. I've gathered oh, I thought enough. you were going to get some more. I was like, are you getting a snack? I've gathered I enough mean wool for the day today. <laughs> There we go, Lisa said, or it could be a drawing room. Okay, nice. It smells like sheet. Oh my lord, where did you get the? Where did you get your wool? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we have in store this week for our? Re <laughs> I, I think the girls are big enough. I don't think they need any help. No, I said that's where it came from. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's why they are the size they are. Oh my. That's why I have the computer sit like here, because, because, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you anyway, oh my wild. gosh! All right, can we get back on track? We haven't. So I we haven't been so. here for two weeks, and I'm sorry. That was my fault. Um, I haven't seen CJ in two weeks either. Uh, we've had. Uh, you haven't had a Right, we've had a lot of stuff going on in our lives, and she's had a doggy that uh, that um, she's had to rehab, and um, he's giving her little to no sleep every night. And um, I I went up and visited my stepmother for Mother's Day, and uh, went to a wedding, and um, I feel you like I've just been, okay. and I've been no, I didn't even try. I don't even think. <laughs> I'm not even sure. I'm not sure if she even threw it, actually. Okay. Um, um, but it was a beautiful wedding, and I've gotten a ton of writing done. I'm I'm really excited uh, oh. about Double Trouble. Mm. Um, and I'm and I'm excited. I'm excited because this is why I'm excited. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> this book is based on muses, like. Uh, like I've go ghosts from the past. I have all of these muses that are just coming out that I um, I remember from when I was really young, and I'm creating the adults that they that I think that they turned into. And uh, <laughs> usually when I do that, there's something in me that clicks and I get it right. 
And I'm interested to find out because all of these muses are still within my realm, even in where the realm and where I live. Um, and I'll be releasing it in the town where we all grew up. And I'm interested to see what kind of reaction I'm going to get um, from them. Like, oh, my gosh, you nailed it on the head. Or, or are you psychic? Or, you know, because um, wow. a lot of these people I'm just basing on from when I knew them when we were you know, adolescents, I have no idea how they are as adults. Yeah. So, um, and the adult story has run away with me. Uh, so I'm really excited. <laughs> Very interesting. I'm excited for it to come out because I remember um, when you released your first book, you were telling me about this second book. You were telling me that you already had uh, the second book when we first met. So it's been... Has it been a year? No, uh, uh, I don't think so. I don't. Um, I literally don't even know what day it is most times anymore with <laughs> with everything. But I think we met at the. You're about to end, do an interview. End of for summer. Was it end of summer? Was it, You know, I was. I did the interview for the newspaper, and I was going to have a book signing, and I need to remember when my first book signing was because I've canceled it three times. Because wow. twice because of COVID, and then the, it was supposed to be on Sunday, and I had that wedding. So when I two week uh, a month before the the book signing, I was out to dinner with my cousins, and I'm like, "Are you guys excited? Are you coming to my book signing?" And they're like, "Yes, of course. What day is it?" And I'm there like, "That's the day of the wedding." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" That's See, I'm a you need to be like me, and have absolutely no life other than the one inside your house. And then you totally don't have to cancel anything. Like I don't go anywhere. I don't talk to nobody. I can always do it another. I can always do it another time. And I'm thinking of doing another one when I like release the summer book. So yeah, I also have a venue. I can do a reading and alcohol and snacks and stuff and uh, big big yeah. place. So I might do that as well. So let's get yeah. back to the shipping heiress. Thank oh, you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, last week we were gone. I had to cancel all the shows. Uh, my little doggy got sick and he hurt his back. He had to have surgery and he is paralyzed in the legs currently, but we are hopeful. So um, I got this cup from my beautiful sister-in-law and fabulous brother-in-law, my husband's brother and his wife. called Boss, It's Boss Lady. I was like, oh, I love this cup. Uh, but I just got it today, so I had to bring it on the show. And then I started crying because it was like, everyone was like, well, we, you know, we didn't get you anything for Mother's Day or we didn't give you, because it all happened on Mother's Day. And I said, um, and oh I my God. Crying. And my husband said, what's wrong? What's wrong? I said, I got the best Mother's Day present ever. And he said, what? I said, Elvis is still alive. That's all that I care about. So thank you, Lisa. I'm so blessed to be back. And I got so many well wishes um, from our viewers, from former authors. For current authors, Nicole was right there texting me, messaging me, you know, my family from my hometown. So thank you, thank you everybody for sticking with us, even though I had to cancel everything last week uh, for a family emergency. But we're here, we're back, and I'm so excited to talk about The Shipping Heiress. And Nicole has got the lead on this because she, we, she's been sending me messages all day because we are super excited because we hate missing our girl time. That's true. I, I've been dying to catch up um, <clears throat> and rolling around the hay with, with, with William and, and Alexander. 
you know what? You leave them alone because Miriam and Jade need them, honey. They need them in that book. <laughs> oh, William, William, William. Mm. You know, he could be smarter. <laughs> you know. Maybe I'll it was the times. <laughs> it was just the times. <laughs> I want to oh. shake them sometimes. I'm like, just turn around. Just turn uh, around. You'll see them looking at each other. You'll see them. Okay. So, you know, so much is expressed through just body language and um, secrets past, you know, through through clandestine meetings and, and um, yes. you know, like brushing of the arm. And, and if you paid more attention to these people, because she's, because... Uh, Lisa's so good at describing the body language and the settings and mm-hmm. and um, what these people are communicating without letting other people know. It it, it really makes me want to just be like, turn around, just mm-hmm. pay attention to what they're doing, and you'll you won't be stuck in this loophole that you're stuck in at the moment, the loophole of love. So. No. I don't have a spoiler or anything, but I absolutely love the title of chapter 39, Dubious Affairs and Heartaches. And that's exactly what you're talking about because of all those little, you know, those little clandestine meetings and those little walk-bys where their hands touched, you know, mm-hmm. all. And you could, it's like you're feeling it happen. Yeah. I, um, I, I just, I don't want to, Spoiler. I'm yeah, so in a spoiler mood right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I I really just want to be like, well, didn't you hate it when the blah, 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 or didn't you love it when, you know, I can't do that, though. You know, um, pages 200 through 300, uh, at the very end, closer to 300, there's this massive moment. And I'm not going to give it away, but there's a massive moment that you guys are going to love because it's like, you're going to be like, finally. Finally, and I, I loved. Oh, I did before we got on the show. Right before that, wait till you get there. You're gonna be like, finally, eyes, eyes, eyes are opening, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about torrid affairs. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I write about mine. <laughs> I know, but there's there's some good ones. <laughs> In this book, between some characters who were unexpectedly kind of thrust together, <laughs> she's still wool gathering, guys. She's still wool gathering. We're Sorry. gonna let her wool gather. <laughs> so, what is one of the most embarrassing moments that you had a wool gathering time oh my god i can't i can't say it on the air really Uh uh-uh don't tell me okay you'd never you'd never look at me the same so i think i will gather an appropriate time what about you um so I wouldn't say it was embarrassing, but gut-wrenching. I was given a briefing to a, a full bird colonel, and I just had a squirrel moment. I'm in the middle of the briefing, and I just started dazing off, and then I came back, and I was like, oh, 
Bob's still supposed to be briefing, my commander kind of took over, and I was like, oh, thank God. It was my big moment to shine and possibly get a promotion. I totally failed. And I was like, well, there goes that. Oh, well. Oh. That's yeah, I don't have all the sexy stuff you do, Nicole. I am this boring woman at home, but I'm okay No, you're not. It. You're just not as open as I am. <laughs> you call me a prude? No. You can. It's okay. I'm just, I'm, the, I'm, you know, okay. I am somewhat conservative, but when it comes to writing and life experience, I'm a tell-all. And I'm like that. And everybody in my life absolutely knows that about me. Um like, like my coffee mug says, be be careful or you may end up in one of my books. Um, I gather all of my wool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so bad. I just need to stop now. Um, <laughs> I gather all of my information from from life experience. And, and, well, I do a lot of research as well. When I stumble across things that I want to get you know, um, right. I do a lot of research and I'm sure Lisa did a ton of research in order to, uh, hit the, hit it out of the park. Like she did with this first book. I just, I'm really impressed with her writing style. Um, and how she just captures the language of that era. Uh, it, it, you know, it, like and, I, and, knows I, you. <laughs> and I know exactly what she was doing. She's trying to sweep you off your feet. Um, with like, oh, there's Cynthia Hudson. Hi, Sin. Um, she's reading it too, by the way. Cynthia's reading it too. And yeah. um, I haven't actually talked to her about that. We'll have to have a combo. Um, she's trying to sweep the reader off their feet with the language and the settings and the, and she's she's absolutely accomplished that in, in this book. Um, and you act, you absolutely, so funny when people are like, see, I can't, I can't see my friends on there saying hello to me and keep a straight face or a, a, a conscious stream of thought. Is it, does it make you, so I'm going to keep talking comments <laughs> up so it makes you get off track. I don't think we're going to get anything done tonight because I like you getting like, it's kind right. of fun. Okay, well, I I'll stop messing up, with you. Show up with stuff in my hair. Um, anyway, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm taking it slow. So I'm kind of savoring it and going through it as yeah. we're supposed to. Um, and I, I just can't say stuff about it and I just really want to. So that's good. So everybody yeah. get, get your claws into this book. And, um, oh, and what about the drugs and the. And we were talking about that last week about um, in a different time period and how, you know, people had the same issues that, that we do today in our society. And um, I can't give yeah. you any spoilers, Cynthia. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. Yeah, she doesn't want any. She's got an exam and she's behind. No, she said reading. she wants. She said she wants spoilers. No, she says, I appreciate no spoilers. Oh, no spoilers. I thought she said, I appreciate yeah. the spoilers. Um, <laughs> ooh, this new format has got me distracted. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's we'll get used to it. It's it's fun and we'll get used to it. But the, the drugs, 
was a very big thing back in the 1800s, just as much as it is now. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't so open. It wasn't something that you could talk about that was, it was in every household. It was just that every closed door, they were doing it on their own because they couldn't share it with the person in the next room. Whereas now the whole household is sitting on the front porch and do it together. Mm, true. So, yeah. I was, I liked how the two, there's two characters in the book who are, are schemers and um, they find out they have a lot more in common than they realized. And one of that is the enjoyment of a little laudanum and, and other things as well. Um, Being evil. Yeah, they're, and, they're be, and they're evil and conniving. They're conniving. And, oh. and, I want to, sorry, I want to smack their faces. I'll just say it. I want to smack their faces. <laughs> I don't like mean people, but they remind me of mean girls. They are. They're going to lose. Though. Okay, so this was my question. Um, since I'm, I have not finished the book, and I'm, I'm following the rules and not going too far ahead, I feel like these two characters are going to lose because they aren't – how can you operate like that at, uh, in those circumstances? They, they get high together, and then all of a sudden something will – like, oh, my God, we have to go get on this really quickly, you know, a surprise – Endeavor will come up and they'll have to go follow a lead so that they, you know, they don't fall behind on their scheme. And I'm like, how do they jump into action when they're hammered, basically? And I just think eventually it's going to catch up with them. And, uh, you know, I know they're probably like functioning laudanum users, function, functioning, yeah, functioning drug addicts, functioning, functioning Right. But uh, she's awful young. I think they're both awful young. Um, I just think so this is making my mind think it's just making me think of of man you know the the other the people they're one step ahead of um, are, are are clear headed but the, they're definitely one step ahead of those people who aren't paying close enough attention you know I'm a very peaceful person at heart I'm one of those people that I'm not a big fan of the death penalty I'd almost go as far as not even believing in it at all, those type of things. Like, I love peace, love and hair grease and all that other stuff. But I keep telling, I'm, I'm reading the book and I'm, and I'm saying it while I'm reading the book, Lisa, kill this person off. Like, I have no problem <laughs> in the literary world for it to happen. Like, I'm a totally different person when it comes to books and literature. It's like no holds barred. I don't, it doesn't bother me when it happens. But in the real world, I'll be like, no, just give them a second chance. No, so you can't moment, kill them like, off. Kill them off. Kill them right you now. Just let you them can't kill them off. off. No. Nope. Do a crackhead move and jump off a bridge. <laughs> no, I don't allow that. You can't kill him off. He's, they're too important to the story. They are. I agree. But she can kill like him off at the know. end. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there, I haven't. There, Go ahead. There is a not nasty little minx in this book. Um, I have one in my book, too. I think I'm be getting inspired by this book. That That's another thing is since I've been reading this, I've, I've been on fire writing my book. And um, I think, like, I'm getting, like, inspired from, from reading Lisa's. You know, my characters know currently am. are still the sweet girl next door. 
<laughs> so I'm picking up inspiration, but different vibes of inspiration. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, I, sweet the inspiration I'm taking is I have a mean girl in my book as well, but um, she's pretty transparent and um, yeah. and she's obviously a damaged person. So the main character as a child, you know, was, was manipulated by this damaged girl who, who, um, who picked on other people to make herself feel better, but she adapted this, this way of living, um, to protect herself and she never grew out of it. And so it, it followed yeah. her into adulthood. Um, so it's a little bit different, but I see the similarities, you know, where people have damage in their life, trauma in their life. And, um, you know, they aren't treated properly at, or they go through, you know, uh, parents' horrible divorce or, or you know, alcoholism in the family or something. And, and kids have coping mechanisms. And um, do you, so um, that's. You want to know why I hate Mean Girls so much? I'll tell you a little bit about me. You may not know. Okay. Um, in middle school, I was a bully. If you can believe that about me. Um, and it stemmed from the very exact things you were talking about. I was talked down to, told that I was ugly and fat and stupid and pretty much pushed around at home and nobody was there for me. My grandma was, but, every, you know, my family was just kind of, they were in and out the door 24-7, so I was alone a lot. and I had no self-esteem, no self-esteem whatsoever. I could have been swayed any which way but Sunday. So... Mm. I was very insecure, so I became a bully because it made me popular and people laughed and I loved, loved to make people laugh. So I became a bully and then I moved away for a while and I grew up and I felt even worse about myself and I came back for high school with the same crowd of kids and I actually met one of the girls that I bullied in junior high in the bathroom in high school and I apologized to her and we're friends today. And I was no longer a bully when I gained some type of self-esteem. So I guess because I I was that person, because I was so damaged and broken, mm -hmm. that I know why I was doing it. And then afterwards, it was like I almost, for years, I couldn't get that yuck off of me. Like I was mm -hmm. that yucky, yucky, disgusting person. But then I, I had to go through a lot of, self-healing and talk to realize why I had done it. It wasn't me doing it. It was the hurt, like hurt people, hurt people saying people so, hurt people. So yeah. So there's something mm -hmm. about me. I'm not proud that I did it. Not proud in any way, shape or form. It was just a part of my life that I went through. So that's not real really serious. No, that's good. I was just thinking when you're talking, I'm like, this is some good stuff here. This is getting down to the nitty gritty. This is why we do this thing. It's yeah. not just, you know, it's it's about the books and the literature, but it's the stuff that it brings out within our own selves and and how it becomes relatable to us. And and mm -hmm. um, you know, I find that your story is kind of incredible because people don't usually have that type of self awareness at an early age like you did. So you know, pulling yourself, getting pulled out of that environment, and getting you know to clear your head and wherever you went and came back, um, that's incredible. I um. I know people to this day who've never been able to change the way they are, their mindset, the way they treat others. And I just think because they, they put a wall up and no one was able to really get in and say, Hey, 
I'm here. I want to love you. It's okay. You don't have to do this, you know? And, and I think that, you know, sometimes you have to fight yourself as hard as you can from telling someone off. And I've always had that respect within myself. I've, I've, I, I will chew on it. I'll discuss it afterwards, but to someone's face, I will not react. I, I, unless it's been coming, 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 coming. And I keep getting poked at, um, I will show them the respect of somebody who, who, so I process it and and break it down and feel like why this is happening. Um, you know, it was my, and try and show some some compassion or, you know, my stepfather, yeah, my stepfather came in my life at the age of 13. So that was when I was going into high school and his kindness made me learn my self-esteem and showed me, Hey, somebody cares about me. So mm-hmm. that was one thing that helped. And then when I met that girl in the bathroom, her name is Cheryl uh, Perry Smith. She's on my Facebook page. Don't go and try and find her. She's got a lot going on in her life. Um, <laughs> but when I met her in the bathroom and she was just so forgiving, she was like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Let's be friends. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we lost touch, but then I found her again when Facebook popped up and everything and me and her follow each other and comment. She's got kids. She went through two different um, uh, rounds battling with cancer and almost lost her life. And, and I just followed her story the entire time, checking on her and, and stuff like that. And I mean, I didn't do anything miraculous. I just, had she not forgiven me, my stepfather coming into my life at the age of 13 and letting me know that I am worthy of being cared for. And then her just being, you know, it's not a big deal. Just being such a caring person. It was like, wow, life is actually a good place. You know, I mean, yeah. but not everyone gets that. Not, not everyone gets that. There are so many people that get crapped on their entire life and yeah. they never get anyone to ever believe in them. You know, so I've, you know, I thank God every single day for having a blessed life. But, but you know, there's a there's a part um, that caught me in Lisa's book where one of the family members of this mean girl basically goes, "I think this person was basically just born like this. I think this mm-hmm. person just basically that was her mother, wasn't it? Spirit." Yeah. <laughs> her mother. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So she basically, I mean, she everything is, you know, she's got everything handed to her. I mean, they've fallen over and everything. And it was basically, man, that person's just straight up evil, man. She's got, mm-hmm. she needs to hand that Jesus to smack her. She's got know? daddy and she's got she's the apple of daddy's eye, but mama knows the truth. Exactly. So that was, that was very interesting in the two perspectives. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Well, I think daddy knows the truth too. He's yeah. just, he just, uh, He's still willing to take a beating, I guess. <laughs> That's, you know, sometimes you're willing just to keep going back more for more and, and looking for the best. That's what people you love do. They look for the best in you and they hope that you one day are going to get to that point where um, they hope you can, can, you know, express yourself. Yeah. And be kind. But it doesn't always happen for everyone. I've seen it happen a lot, actually. That's just part of growing up. Mm-hmm. Family. And back, and back, back the in these days, I wonder what their like level of maturity was. Um, you know, they're they're all coming of age. They're all a little older than that. Uh, you know, but think about having to get married when you're 14, 15 years old. 
and starting a family and leaving the nest and after being pampered and 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 taught to be proper and and you know I wonder if they're you know like trained like perf they were like perfectly trained to do this or if they you know most of them struggled or if they were just grateful to get picked up by another family or you know and it, it, it was all this stuff going on back then it, we don't have to worry about these days thank god yeah i mean back in those days a lot of them depending on their status went to finishing school and finishing schools taught them how to act how to be how to take care of your husband all of that stuff if you were that part if not then you know just based off of the i don't i don't have the historical background they, the television they, background the dowries you know if you had a good enough dowry you get a good man that might treat you right the, come on nicole did you go to finishing school <laughs> man i tell you what i'd walk out this door here in my office and run right into the side of it like that's how <laughs> unbalanced I am. I did not go to finishing school. This is all raw right here. Raw. <laughs> I did pretty good with this book. It's you did. Nice and sturdy. <laughs> you could be a model. You could be, you could do the catwalk. Um, you know what? Maybe we can get you on some wine and have you do the catwalk. Uh, oh, I'm <laughs> too sexy for my book. Too sexy for my book. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Well, on that note. <laughs> next week, um, we have just 100 pages left, right? Is next week the last week? I don't even know what week we're in. Let me look I'm at my I'm making calendar. a sweater. You know what? I want that sweater. It's going to be priceless. I'm, I'm putting this into my loom right now. Oh my God. Yeah, next week is the last week for the shipping heiress, and then we move on to uh, oh. the pear blossom. Right here, baby. Beyond the pear blossom, Shauna Rodriguez is the author of that book. So next week we're on three hundred and beyond, we'll say, into the, yeah. end of the book. Um, and we're going to find out, but we're not going to tell y'all. You need to be reading it and get caught up. If you're not reading the book, get caught up and get up in this conversation. We want to know what you love, what you don't love. We want to know about your wool gathering. And if you're making a sweater like Nicole is, I mean, you know, I might buy it off of you. I do like me some clothes, y'all. You are so goofy. Take I us know. out, Nicole. Okay, folks, don't forget to pick up your version. You still have a week. You can power through this in a week. I have confidence in you. So everybody, yeah, like Cynthia says, she said, everybody better start, get start reading because we only have a week left of the shipping eras. And as, as, as CJ said, there's a big, big thing happening on page th around page 300. So I'm like 15 pages from there. So I'm pretty excited to get find out what she's talking about. I yes. hope you guys are too. So thank you for tuning in and putting up with my silly wool gathering today. And um, thank you, Lisa, for uh, inspiring me this week. And do what Lisa's doing. She's going to buy next month's book and get ready because that's going to start on the 31st of May. So do what Lisa's doing, guys. So you'll be in here with us having those conversations because we love to have a good time. And obviously, you know, Nicole loves to have a good time because um, I just love the spirit she brings to the show. I would be totally boring if it wasn't for Nicole. You guys see me in some of my other shows. 
<laughs> I like to keep it silly. I like to keep it funny. I like to keep it entertaining and upbeat. And I, I like to smile. I like to laugh. And as soon as I see CJ's face on that other screen, that's the first thing I want to do is smile. So I've missed you, girl. I'm glad we're back on. And I will, yeah, we'll talk soon. And thank you guys for tuning in. And thank you, Lisa, for uh, a great subject matter. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.